Hubhopper Originals Hi uh, So today I'm telling you a story from my book The Other uh, It's called She Walks Between Raindrops She was way, way out of my league Like way I knew, of course, that I could never even aspire to be with her. I mean, not like really be with her, you know, not in the way I wanted to. I mean, look at her, just look at her. It was like there was music in her step, like she was walking to a tune, music in everything she did. Her words came out in a tune. She floated, I promise you, floated instead of walking. And if it rained, then she would walk out into the rain. And I, I kid you not, she would be walking between raindrops. Like the rain wouldn't fall on her, except a few drops that would kiss her cheeks and shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds pretty cheesy. It's just that I thought of it once because it was drizzling and everyone was coming into school all damp and plastered hair. I was watching her, wishing I could rush out and hold an umbrella for her, which I couldn't. But she came in, all fresh, bouncy hair and a couple of raindrops on her cheeks and shoulder. She was laughing and smiling and the sun came out. I promise you, the sun came out like it was waiting for her smile. Well, she was perfect. She was absolutely perfect in every way and she was perfectly out of my league. As I've said already, and I say it every day, because actually I need to remind myself because my heart won't get the message and won't settle anywhere else or on anyone else. Not that, to be honest, there was anyone else who was an option for me. I was optionless, like zilch. And if she was above my league, then I was way, 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 way below anyone else's. I was on no one's wish list. And I, honestly, I'm not being a poor martyred boy. I'm just simply telling the truth. If I was to look at myself in the mirror, and if I say if, I mean it literally, because I don't look in mirrors or any reflective surfaces. I don't want to accidentally catch a glimpse of myself. No, I'm not being paranoid. Just weird, I guess. Just, okay, look, let's say I'm odd. I know there's a lot of classmates of mine who are perfectly acceptable looking, good looking even, but even they will be constantly fussing and complaining that they are ugly. I mean, please, in my presence, they talk about being ugly themselves. Have you seen me? And they have the gall to say it in my presence that they think that they are ugly. How insensitive can they be? Okay, I may as well come out and say it. You're probably wondering what I'm on about. I'm special. Yeah, yeah, everyone's special. Each unique in their own ways, like politically correct things, which you're supposed to say. But mine comes with a capital S. 
he is a special child. As in what used to be called handicapped or even deformed in the bad old days, before political correctness became a thing. I'm glad no one's allowed to say that I'm deformed, but I can hear the capital in special, and I know that it's one and the same thing. The change of a word doesn't change a fact. And the fact is that I am very thin, very fragile. I wear very thick glasses. But here's the kicker. Here is the kicker. I carry a urine bag around, like outside my body. Yes, of course, it's camouflaged with a cloth bag that hides the tubes and everything. But everyone knows what's in that lumpy lump hanging outside my body. And it's totally gross. I mean, it grosses me out, so of course it grosses everyone else out. Okay, not that anyone's mean about it or anything, or talks about it or even mentions it. But if someone trips or pushes past me and the bag kind of squishes, I, I see the squirms. There was one guy when I first joined school who would try and push others onto me and onto the bag, basically. It was mortifying. My schoolmates would try and be polite, but obviously they had these horrified look, looks on their faces that said, Oh God, did I touch that thing? Did, did that bloody thing touch me? And that's when I fell in love, deeply and madly, and forever. Because she came up and yelled at the pathetic bully to stay away from me. Stay the hell away from him! She made him quit his stupid pranks. And she said that if she ever, ever caught him doing that or anything else to me, she would punch him so hard that he'd be, need to be taken away in a body bag or something like that. I don't know. I was standing helplessly on one side. Helpless because I couldn't fight my own battles. Helpless because I knew I was in love. But mostly helpless because I knew how futile it was going to be. I mean, who falls in love with a guy who carries around a bag of pee? Right? Of course, right. I'm not going to tell you too much more of this story, but it actually is inspired by several young people who I have had the privilege of meeting. One was a little boy in a school where I taught and he carried around a poo bag. Um, and sort of the image of that I have of this kid is basically of that fellow then. And there was another boy in the same school. And when he was... Uh, when I asked him... Uh, what he felt, I mean, were people mean to him? And he said, no, nobody's mean to me. But he says, nobody includes me. Nobody's mean, but no one includes, you know. And I thought, what do you mean? What, like, in what? Give me an example. And his example was quite an eye-opener. His example was, he said, I want to play basketball. And nobody asks me to play basketball. Now, this was a kid who was quite severely uh, handicapped, disabled, um, special, whatever the current political correct term is. But um, 
he was he actually had a lot of physical disability and so no one had thought that he would want to play basketball but he did i mean first and foremost he was a kid right and another girl who really inspired me uh was a girl who was terribly severely disabled she had cerebral palsy nothing in her body worked and yet what i learned from her was her disability didn't define her it wasn't her right she was a person she and i made great friends um in fact she she wanted me to help her in the toilet and the didi who was there to help was she kind of gave me a look which i noticed but i didn't uh what should i say i didn't i mean i didn't know what to do about it and she gave me a look and i didn't know what it meant so i took this little young girl she was about 13 years old to the toilet and she needed help to pull down her pants her salwar i think it was and when i sat her down i realized that she had her period and she was going to need my help to change and i was frankly revulsed and revolted i didn't want to do it but i looked at her face and she had this complete trust of friendship in her eyes she needed me to do something she liked me she trusted me a total stranger to do this most intimate thing for her and i realized in that one moment with this you know stained pad in my hand that the if there was a problem it was my problem it wasn't her problem you know uh for her it was normal it was for me that it wasn't and she didn't allow the fact that uh she had cerebral palsy she needed somebody to help her to define her in any way and it is for these three kids and many others to whom uh, i dedicate this story and want to share the courage and the deep sense of self respect that i feel for these kids uh, i hope you enjoyed the story do uh, have a look at the rest of this story and the others in a book called the other uh, it's written by me and there are uh, several short stories on how we otherize people bye इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट